I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. And these are some of the Michigan Wolverines headlines from MLive.com this week. Please listen to our full podcast episodes as well, where we have unscripted, in-depth conversations about the Wolverines. On to the headlines. The son of legendary Michigan football coach Bo Schembechler says he was sexually abused by the late Dr. Robert Anderson, and he told his father about it. Matt Schembechler, during a news conference Thursday inside a hotel conference room in suburban Detroit, detailed an incident from 1969 when he was 10 years old. It is a deeply personal story of abuse and betrayal, a story of mistrust and a doctor and a betrayal of my father, Schembechler said, reading from a statement while seated next to his attorney. Schembechler, now 62 years old and living in Ann Arbor, said he was sent to Anderson as a fourth grader gearing up to play junior football. He told his mother, Millie, at the time, a registered nurse, when he got home. After she heard what Anderson did, she knew something was wrong, Schembechler said, and she wanted me to tell my father in her presence. Schembechler did, he says, and quote, it did not go well. Bo screamed, Matt Schembechler said, and said, quote, I don't want to hear this. I tried to tell him repeatedly, but my efforts earned me a punch in the chest, Schembechler said. It was the beginning of the end for our relationship. Joining Schembechler on Thursday were a pair of former Michigan football players, offensive tackle Daniel Kwiatkowski and wide receiver Gilvani Johnson, who say they too were sexually abused by Anderson during physical examinations during their time at Michigan. More than 800 folks, many students at the University of Michigan at the time, have reported abuse at the hands of Anderson, who died in 2008. Michigan's football program has missed out on a top transfer target. Former USC defensive tackle Jay Toya, the number 186 overall prospect in the 2021 class, announced his commitment to UCLA early Wednesday morning. The 6'3", 325-pounder entered the NCAA transfer portal late last month and had Michigan high on his list of potential destinations. Toya took an official visit to Ann Arbor last weekend, but he opted to stay on the West Coast. It's a significant loss for the Wolverines on their recruiting trail as they look to beef up the interior of their defensive line. Toya, who enrolled early at USC, reportedly was taking reps with the starters during spring practices and could have made an immediate impact in Ann Arbor. For the second year in a row, Michigan men's basketball head coach Juwan Howard is drawing interest from NBA teams. ESPN's NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski reported that the Portland Trailblazers had Howard among the candidates they were considering for their coaching vacancy. Several other teams had openings and figured to consider Howard as well. After all, he had a sterling reputation during his time in the NBA for 19 years as a player and six as an assistant coach with the Miami Heat. In his second season at Michigan, Howard led the Wolverines to a 23-5 record, a Big Ten regular season title, and an Elite Eight appearance. In recent days, Howard's former Michigan teammate and ESPN NBA analyst Jalen Rose told Michigan fans to quote-unquote breathe easy, saying he didn't think Howard would leave for the NBA right now. Wojnarowski then reported that Howard was telling NBA teams he wasn't interested in a discussion about leaving Ann Arbor. NBA teams may be interested in Michigan's coach, but Michigan's coach, for the time being, doesn't appear interested in the NBA. The COVID-19 pandemic led to an unprecedented 14-and-a-half-month recruiting dead period that altered the landscape of the recruiting experience for both coaches and players. As the dead period was lifted June 1st, college coaches are now navigating another new wrinkle on the recruiting calendar. With the NCAA transitioning to a quiet period from June 1st through July 31st, interrupted by a dead period from June 28th to July 24th, coaches can interact and evaluate prospects on a university campus, an essential part of the recruiting process that was halted in March 2020 because of the pandemic. 
The NCAA also issued a waiver to allow on-campus evaluations during unofficial visits during camps and clinics in June and July this year. That means more players to talk with and evaluate, but without additional days to do so. It's crazy because it's in a month where you have camps at the same time, Michigan defensive line coach Sean Nua told the small group of reporters Monday. So we're out at camps and then back to host recruits. It's just nonstop. For these stories and more, check out mlive.com slash wolverines.